Welcome to Pretty Funny Business, the playground brand we were forced to create in order to corral our founders' nonsensical ideas and general tomfoolery. From the founders of, but not generally endorsed by, Emmy Collective. From this podcast, you can expect off-the-cuff banter on feminism, funny business, and, well, not-so-funny business. Join us out of curiosity, stay for the hot takes and dad jokes. Hello, and welcome to Pretty Funny Business. I'm Sydney Mulligan. I'm Lauren Aquilino. And today we have with us Vanessa Griffiths of Gift Better Co. Vanessa is one of my favorite people, I think, uh, for sure in the business world. Let me tell you that this girl does too much. Like, she's just one of those people who, like, you know, we, we have a lot of these people in our network we found where they're like, oh, also I own a tattoo st- studio and also I f- played D1 water polo. And <laughs> like, and it was like, what? Like Vanessa is one of these people. However, she's like a baby. Like she's like a baby that's always done too much. Am I nailing this? Yeah, you are. So when Baby. Vanessa was first Baby's doing the most. Born, is that the episode title? Yeah. When Vanessa was first Honestly, yes. born, we started working together. <laughs> Pretty much. And Vanessa and I and started. Born, yeah, we started working together like, mm, I don't know when it was. Like, let's say about <laughs> five or six years ago. Yeah, 2017-ish. Yeah. And so I was, so we worked at Revenue Pulse. It was a very small little team. There were a handful of us consultants. And Vanessa was brought on as marketing support. And she already was like, I do it all. Like, and I kill it and I mail it. And then you went on to do the same as well um, for NAC. And then she just was like, I'm not doing this anymore. Like, I'm not going to be in marketing anymore. That was good. I am now five years old and I would like to start a business. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. That's, I love that's pretty much how it went. What is your version of this story? <laughs> uh, very similar, honestly. I, I swore I was an adult when I met you, but looking back now, I'm like, no, I was a baby. For sure. So, yes, I met you initially when we were working together at Revenue Pulse. I got the job at Revenue Pulse having no idea what it was. Like, no idea. Until, like, Fantastic. probably the second week. I was like, a really oh. good interviewer. Yeah, that's honestly one of my, like, um, I don't want to, like, gifts. <laughs> it is one of my <laughs> gifts. Special skills. If I, I always said, like, if I get the interview, I'm getting the job. Like, that was my thing. So, anyways, I got the job at Revenue Pulse. Had no idea. I was like, a marketing agency? Something called Marketo? Had no clue. And then, second weekend, I was in Marketo. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I think I get because what this does were, generally. Yes, because she was running, like, our stuff. Right? Yeah, yeah like, internal marketing. Yes. Yeah. Well, to be fair, like that is not um, dissimilar from how most people can do. It's just you do Marketo now. Here you go. That's what I'm learning. Yeah. So I, I was doing internal stuff, but then I was working with like helping the consultants with stuff that they 
it didn't make sense for them to be doing with accounts that Revenue Pulse had. Mm-hmm. So I was also playing around in consulting PP work. Yes, I called it like like the plumbing of Marketo stuff, like just list cleaning and annoying things that nobody wants to do. Wait, but I was like, this is on. so meaningful. I, can we just pause here for one moment because I. It's really funny that I called it PP work, but she called it the plumbing. And it's really like the toilet work. It's literally yes. it's where the PP work goes. Yeah, into the plumbing. Body. Yeah. yeah. Flush down. Flush it down. Yep. It was that. Nobody was that. wanted to do it. And so I did it. And I, yeah, so I worked at marketo slash knack for about two and a half years you mean knack slash revenue pulse but didn't you also you said marketo it's all right oh my god yeah not marketo um you know what it's all right my dad really thought i worked at marketo for quite a long time honestly i probably thought i did adobe acquisition yeah at the day of the adobe acquisition he called me and was like congratulations (laughs) like and i was like I am so sorry to report that it is worth nothing because I have none because I don't work there. <laughs> I work in what if, One of my favorite stories that we've had from a uh, guest so far is um, Jason Reichlager told us how somebody kept calling him Marketo. <laughs> I literally thought his name was Marketo. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> You're Marketo, right? Oh my. my favorite part of that is like he was so embarrassed by that. But I was like, that's embarrassing for the person. Yes. <laughs> and he even tried to, I think they were calling him IT. And he was like, no, no, I'm Marketo. And they were like, oh, I'm sorry, Marketo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. But V, like, very quickly, you start, you were somehow, like, roped into, like, um, well, I mean, it's probably in alignment with your... <laughs> job theory theoretical description but like going to summit or going to do like the marketo conference yes, yes. like i remember so I that think... was like you were like the little worker bee like making everything actually happen Aww. yeah so i started so maybe i started in 2018 because i think that uh marketo summit was in march or april and i think i started yeah. in like february and that was my first project and oh wow and like it was being explained to me how big it was and it was like the event of the year and that's the only thing we do marketing wise and so here is this thing just run with it and so that was my and by the way it's in one month (laughs) by the way it's in one month and by the way i let them know after i got hired that i had a two week two week vacation to thailand planned leading up to up to um marketo summit so i literally flew from thailand to toronto to san francisco um like directly because it the two weeks prior i was working from thailand trying to book dinners and stuff like that in san francisco for uh marketo summit it was incredible you know what we are currently planning our first event like this (gasps) And Fun. I could see, yeah. I could see like what happened, uh, probably like in Pierce's mind at the time was like, it's fine. We're going to be fine. We're going to do this. And then like a month ahead, yeah. you're like, oh my gosh, I should have gotten help oh God, a long time so ago. Much work. <laughs> yeah. So much work. We need yeah. somebody smart yeah. to help us right now. Like immediately. Yep. Immediately. <laughs> yep. immediately. Yeah. And then like the evolving ideas, right? Like that was, that was the biggest challenge to field like that I 
struggled with during that time was like it started out as like okay we should do um a dinner for no we should have really good gifts that our customers come to pick up from the booth and then it snowballed into we should have a nice dinner for them and then it was like we should have an exclusive menu at this dinner that we're gonna we're gonna close out the restaurant and did and i was like oh uh okay i've never been to san francisco but that's fine um so that was my first like foray into marketo summit and then i had to actually be there and that was overwhelming and intense because that was like like you said lauren i was a baby I had never worked remotely before. I had never met anybody. And I had just, I was like getting like punched in the face by jet lag. When you say, when you say you were a baby, was this your first job? No, not literally. I, uh, at this point I had been working, oh gosh, I don't know. I graduated in 2015. So I've been working for like three years. Um, And I had worked before this, before that I had like done internships in PR and kind of different marketing like creative marketing roles and then prior to starting at revenue pulse i was working for a tech startup um it was essentially an influencer video editing app um so i was working on the it was called tick <laughs> no they wish it was actually called dub dub equally as weird sounding probably worse um but like it, it was they probably went on to create TikTok. <laughs> no also they Didn't wish. TikTok it used to be musically? musically yeah yeah oh that's right and they had to rebrand because so many kids were getting groomed on musically pretty bad yeah and is it better but yes um there's more dancing (laughs) i worked at a place called dub dub and it was in toronto i was living in toronto at the time but essentially it was an influencer video app and i was in charge of both like getting influencers to create videos on the app and also to get working on brands to pay influencers to do branded campaigns on the app so i was already used to doing many things um and then so when i saw this remote role at revenue pulse open up i was like hey i don't know what this is but let me try and i was also planning to move back to ottawa which is where i'm from which is where i am now um Mm -hmm. and where revenue pulse started i guess um and so that is how i got that job but yes i had worked a little bit at the time but nothing like serious in my opinion i mean i could have taken it more seriously (laughs) But no, it was not that serious. That is not when I say that, she is like one of those people. So we have someone helping us, for example, now with our event. And a handful of times she's been like, Lauren, you needed to have this done like eight weeks ago. Which is exactly what I want her to say, which means like she's mm-hmm. taking it seriously. That is a great point. Yeah. She, yeah. Like she, <laughs> you are not wrong. You are not That's wrong. So nice. I needed you that time ago. And I feel like you kind of came with the same, like not vibes. I'm not saying you said that or felt that way, but like you also have this very professional, like organized, like, nope, we're going to do this and we're going to kill it. And we're wow. going to, and we're going to like do this thing. Thank you so much because I do not have that internally. Um, every and it's great like that's called imposter syndrome no 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 that's just called masking to the extreme (laughs) no internally losing it externally i'm like yeah yeah sure sure um but But i mean like also the outcome is awesome it's not like you know like hey i should have had this eight weeks ago it was like eight weeks ago you had it done you did it you did it right for sure but i i had no like 
understanding of what would have needed to be done eight weeks ago. So as these like ideas are being hurled at me and the event is in two weeks, I'm like, okay, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. We'll shut down a restaurant. Let's call the it's restaurant. Yeah. 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 I'll definitely organize helicopter rides for every single person that's coming. Cool. Like anything that was, like being thrown my way, I was like, yeah, no problem. Oh Car service for every yeah, single yeah, person no getting picked up from the airport. I mean, Got it. I would say like the same skill set that means you get every job that you interview for is probably the skill set that means you can call a fucking helicopter company and be like, I got to organize some helicopter rides in two yeah. weeks for 30 people. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Let's it's, make that happen. Exactly. Exactly. It's like not going to be fun yeah. or easy for me personally, but the outcome will be good. So I just work toward yeah. that. Um, That's good. I would also just like to say you are not a baby because yeah. you graduated in 2015. Yeah. You were one, one year younger than me. Yeah, like, <laughs> and I worked at a Tumos at the same time. Okay, yeah. you were also a baby. Yeah, it was just like yeah. For me, I was like a baby relative to not to say that everybody else that worked there was old, but in terms of like experience, again, Marketo, what is it? Everybody else has like is like champion sixty five times, <laughs> and I had <laughs> touched it. So that was just like a big hurdle. Sixty five times champion, Marketo baby. Yeah. <laughs> Also, I'm I just, a champion. I think maybe I'm like champion of myself. Maybe I was just surprised, and this is ageist, of course, but like maybe I was just surprised that like this girl's really got it together as a young person, and I feel terrible about myself because mm. I've had several years on her, and just wow. And you know what? You like you went on to just be like like make a career change, also, which was like well, yeah, yeah. Tell me about that. What happened then? <laughs> so my entire career has been career changes i think that i uh undiagnosed adhd played a big role in that i got oh, diagnosed, you should get like, diagnosed. This year. Oh. i did i did you should get diagnosed it's it's great i did i did <laughs> and it's incredibly helpful and makes yeah. so much sense looking back yeah, yeah. um but my whole career Same. had been career changes like so the the job that i have now my business is the longest that i've worked at a company and we're just about to turn four years old um, before that I had always been either like <laughs> at a job and looking for a new job or at a job and being like, mm, I feel like I could get better at this one thing. So I would get like a, do a side hustle where I was doing that thing on weekends or doing that thing freelance because I was just always like trying to looking for the next thing. Yeah. Just like always dopamine. curious, chasing that dopamine constantly. And that kind of helped me. I mean, it definitely hindered me in terms of like what I could focus on, obviously. And the doing too much thing, I would like, my plate was way overwhelmed often, but it helped me a lot because suddenly I was like doing event planning for this Marketo summit. And I was like, oh, I've done this uh, like for random music events in Toronto or random panels, whatever. Like I've done things before, not in like maybe not as high stakes or as intense I've things before. So I can do Yeah. This. It's like, what's another thing? It's fine. Yeah. Um, so the career change part, um, came largely because I always knew that I, I always assumed that I would work for myself in some capacity, um, because I wasn't like, maybe this is imposter syndrome because Lauren, it seems like I tricked you, but I wasn't the greatest employee all the time. Um, or I never felt like settled in, uh, most like nine to five roles that I found myself in. So I assumed that I would end up doing my own thing eventually. Um, and then I had given my resignation from NAC with the intention of doing consulting full-time in a more creative capacity. So going back to like event planning and 
more uh, content strategy, those kind of, and like branding kind of things. And while I was in my last, so my two weeks notice turned into like two months notice because we, I ended up interviewing, like they kind of like offered me an HR position almost because I started doing interviews to hire an account executive when I was leaving. And then Pierce was like, oh, you're really good at this. Do you want to also hire your replacement? Like hire them and then train them. So I was there for like two months. And then um, during that time, we started planning holiday gifts and the criteria for holiday gifts was like, get them something impressive. This is their name. And I had no, nothing else to go on. And me being me, I was like, what does this mean? What is impressive to Joe CTO in San Diego and Mary in New York city, who's 50. Like, I have no idea what that means. So I would spend hours, like days on the internet, just like, uh, I guess this is cool for an executive. It was a nightmare to plan. Uh, I wasted so much time and I was just venting to one of my friends who um, at that time was like kind of at her wits end in terms of her job. She's like very professional and very <laughs> like not me. Um, and so she was like trying to make a calculated move and I was just like, eh, I'm going to be done in two months and I kind of have this plan. Um, but I was venting to her about the process of corporate gifting and how annoying it is and how much budget I was seeing being assigned to it. And then I was also emailing people once I finally found Joe in San Diego's perfect gift and he would be like, oh, just make a donation in my name instead. I'm like, okay, I love that idea. But like I did eight hours of searching for your gift. Like, please take it. Um, and so I, that is where we kind of came up with the idea of like, why don't we start selling gifts that give back to charity so that Joe can't say no and so that when he gets his gift and receives it it's like oh this also gave back to the San Diego animal shelter or whatever that may be so that's kind of how we started and why we started it was just like problem solve like aggressive so problem cool. solving that came out of me being frustrated and being like there's so much money being spent on gifts all the time imagine there was like 20% more thought put into them um, how much time would it save the people in my position who are getting handed the task by people who don't know how long it takes? And also how much impact would it have on the people who receive the gift to know like, hey, this company cares about something or they thought about the gift that they're giving me or whatever. And that's kind of how it started. So instead of going into consulting at that time, I ended up kind of pivoting and focusing on getting a website up for Gift Better Co. And we launched in December of 2019. And that was that. That's really cool. So tell us more about Gift Better Co. Like, what do, give us your pitch. Yeah. What do you do? What is it? What If I wanted gifting, what would I do? Cool. So Gift Better Co. is a high-volume custom corporate gifting solutions provider. So we are, our main goal is to save companies all of the time and stress that comes along with organizing mass gift sends. Um, think companies who are sending... <clears throat> gifts to their enti entire teams for the holidays or trying to be strategic and do like some kind of physical gifting to promote specific releases or company initiatives or to just say like hey we're thinking about you or happy birthday whatever that may be um, new customer welcome gifts yeah oh customer onboarding gifts kind of employee onboarding gifts those are huge for us um as well as just like so a lot of our customers now are doing kind of general gifting throughout the year to just touch base at say 60 days before renewal time, for example, to say, hey, 
we love having you as part of our family kind of thing um, and just touch bases throughout the year. But anyways, we do high volume custom corporate gifting. So our goal is to take all of that stress away. So we working with us typically starts with a proposal process. So if you and I were to get on a call, we would have a chat about what your goals are specifically as they relate to gifting, but maybe broad, more broadly, if you're looking to build a more meaningful connection with your customers or to make sure that your customers know how serious you are about your uh, different corporate social responsibility initiatives, let's say, whatever that may be. And our curation team will put together a catalog for you based on kind of how the call goes. So we usually curate two to three gift options for you to choose from. And then we do all of the sourcing, packing, and shipping from our lovely warehouse right here. So we kind of started while doing... rock climbing. Yes. While rock climbing so in between bricks on the climbing wall. Deadlifts in between, whatever. No one can see this because this is an audio podcast. Correct. But Vanessa is sitting in front of a climbing wall that apparently has been used exactly twice. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna come to Ottawa, climb on your climbing wall. Please. Somebody use it. <laughs> it's an eyesore. Um Yes. So we work with companies in quite a few different ways. We do mass sends all at once. So if there is a company event that is happening or a conference and we need to drop ship all of the gifts to one place so that the poor marketing coordinator doesn't have to cart <laughs> them up a hill in San Francisco, um, we will do that. <laughs> literal suitcase. Been there. Um, so that, that person doesn't have to do that. Uh, we'll do that, like dropship directly to conference centers. We also store gifts in our warehouse and set up portals so that companies can, anytime they're onboarding a new customer, they can just give us, or sorry, a customer or an employee, um, they can just essentially do a checkout and send it to that person and we just send it out the next day kind cool. of thing. Um, yeah. And that is. What is your, what is like the coolest gift that you have seen? Um, so. Or the one that you were most likely to steal. Oh, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) So I don't know if I can say the company. Every time this giant tech company acquires a new company, they send a gift to everybody on the C-suite team of the company that they acquired to say like, welcome to the family kind of thing. And in that gift, there's. Nice. I know also a little dystopian yeah yeah there's a a theragun an oculus um like vr headset they have a really cool like stone diffuser a branded chocolate bar and like candies and stuff all that's branded but the oculus obviously is the coolest part of that um and the diffuser is really nice and pretty expensive that is probably the coolest gift we've had very outlandish requests though <laughs> that we just can't obviously can't like people have send my customers a live animals. gorilla goldfish yeah goldfish oh i love that oh but yeah goldfish. yeah that's like a little an animal. Animal. you do that yeah we it can send you a dehydrated <laughs> packet of you know, sea monkeys i was just gonna say sea monkeys <laughs> she's writing it down <laughs> hang on she's writing it down <laughs> hang on yeah, so <laughs> we do get different... Um... We're wild about working with you <laughs> under the sea of no. marketing. So <laughs> it's really interesting because we started off as like very service-based, like what are you looking for? We will give you that thing. So like if you think about a swag company and you know that you need 
40 fanny packs like 15 patagonia better sweaters with our logo embroidered on them exactly exactly but we've kind of evolved to be more of an agency in the sense of like companies will come to us and say hey we're launching this initiative and we need to think this is like the messaging that we're going with we need to think of a cool way to translate that physically to send to people so things not the sea monkey necessarily but those kinds of projects end up being my favorite is like where we can do some kind of physical representation of whatever the messaging is but yeah um i would like to bring up my least favorite gift which Mm. people know already um and actually ooh, do you know what it's gonna be no i'm very curious you want to make a guess make a guess (gasps) oh least favorite gift was i there did i send it Oh no! Uh, it's just like I would general, say you may have given this out before, but I'm does. not sure it was your choice. So something everyone does. Chapstick, horrible chapstick. Leaves your lips drier than when they started. I mean, I don't want that, but I, but I would use it. It sucks, Vanessa. It sucks. Oh, okay. Oh yes, I do know this. Yes, I've seen your LinkedIn post, I believe. Yeah, and I. <laughs> that's really funny because I collect conference socks like ironically I never wear them but I just have so many but one company I think I thought about replying this on your post but I didn't um one company did ankle socks at um when I was at HR tech and I was like these I'm wearing actually wearing hello I will wear those yeah Panda Logic branded Bombas shout out like ankle Bombas hello yeah it's very simple um yeah, my least favorite gift to see is like any bulk chapstick. I'm like, please don't, just because it's like literally. Yeah, no one wants it. Wax. You end up with so many. Yeah. You basically, end up just throwing them away. Yeah. I will like to put a little plug in here for our Salesforce consultant. <laughs> Nikki owns a business called All of Me. She makes wonderful handcrafted chapsticks. So don't Amazing. get the free ones at the conference. Amazing. Go to. Can she brand them? I'll reach out to her immediately. Living. Yeah. I think it's Olive Me Living. But Collab Olive with Me. Nikki. Olive Me. They're yeah. fabulous. She makes chapsticks, body scrubs, Beautiful. body oil, just tinted chapsticks. Love. And I feel like yeah. there's something else that I'm not remembering. Like a balm? It, they're, it's just Or wonderful. no, I guess the chapsticks are called balm. Um, something right, because they're too. like little oils, so they are chapsticks. But if you have like cracked like knuckles, like, like sometimes yeah. they like use it on there. Yeah, you can yeah. put it on oh, your. Oh, that's hands nice. And See, that's the thing with like and she does like nice little gift sets. I store. love that. Yeah, that's, good. that's the thing with any most promotional products and like conference swag. Which, just as as an aside, like that obviously is a really big part of what we do is like branded stuff. Like whatever somebody wants, we can do in theory. But we are always trying to like tie it back to one, the company's values. So we're trying to think about, okay, you put out this huge press release last year talking about how you're going to invest in more women-owned businesses or diverse suppliers or whatever that is. Let's show the people that are working for you that you actually are doing that by sourcing gifts from all minority-owned businesses or all women-owned businesses, whatever that means or whatever that may be. So that's awesome. our gifts are like a lot of promotional stuff, but often they're things from small businesses like the one that you just talked about. Um, and they're not necessarily branded, but they're like something meaningful. We'll have a card in there that explains a little bit about every vendor so that the person 
um, unboxing the gift is like in for a little bit of a ride every time, which I love. Um, That's really cool. Yeah. It's uh, and those kind of gifts are like the best when we can do something like, I mean, our curation team is not a fan of me when we have these projects, but like <laughs> extremely specific <laughs> um, gifts <laughs> are fun. See my keys. Yeah, those are like Cindy stop saying it because it's such definitely. a good idea. I am like already running with campaign ideas on that. I'm Where are we gonna scared for when that lands in my inbox? I would definitely take a call with any SDR who sent me sea monkeys. I'd be like, yeah, yeah, or chia pet. Should we create chia pets that are the Emmy head? Just the bun gross. <laughs> yeah, I Just like this. Bun gross. I love. You that. know, one time oh this God, is okay. um, a <laughs> jumping back to sea monkeys for one second. I just would like to. I would like to talk about a trauma that just came up, which is my dad accidentally <laughs> spilled the sea monkeys all over the kitchen counter. And I think that was traumatic for everyone. Like, my dad was oh, like, no. What? Oh, <laughs> um, no. When I, how old were you when the sea monkeys You know, spilled? I was probably 15. So it wasn't like no. traumatic. No. It wasn't traumatic in like, oh, I lost my sea monkeys. It was more like, they're on me. They're now our sea monkeys. They're everywhere. everywhere. <laughs> if that happened today, it would traumatize um, me. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. When I was probably like 10, I had a betta fish, a white betta fish. And, you know, I was 10, so I didn't do a good job cleaning the betta fish tank. And mm-hmm. one morning I came downstairs and I was like, why is there a raw shrimp on the counter? Nope. <gasps> My betta fish got so sick of living in his own filth that he jumped to his death. <laughs> on the oh my goodness! Yeah, I've heard that, that happening before. Fish trauma. <laughs> just scared. I've had fish off. trauma too. Oh my I had gosh. fish trauma and I had newt so, trauma. So... Newts. Yeah, I wanted newts like, for some like reason. In Matilda. Literally because of Matilda, I wanted newts so badly. Even though you like can't touch them because they're diseased or something, so I just had them in a tank, oh. and they were very traumatic when they all died at the same time. I think there's only two, <laughs> but that's still that's sad. Yeah, my brother got a um, my brother went on vacation with his girlfriend when we were like probably fourteen or fifteen to Myrtle Beach, and, like with her family, and he bought a turtle at one of those shitty gift shops that you know, or you like expect the turtle to be dead before you can get home. Mm-hmm. That turtle lived for 12 years. Oh, my goodness. Uh, and finally, my parents moved to a new house, and the turtle tank was so nasty that they were like, our new house has a water feature in the backyard, so we're going to let Frederick, Fredward, Fredward, it was Prince Fredward, we're going to let Fred Prince Fredward live in the pond, and uh, he got eaten by a hawk. <gasps> Immediately, yeah. Oh, he was not yeah. built for the outdoors. That's <laughs> sad. No. <laughs> yeah. That's he so was sad. never built to live as long as he did. So, you know, I think he lived a pretty good life. He defied the odds. As good a life as you can when your primary caretaker is a teenage boy. That's impressive. Uh, I know we just, we briefly talked about your first foray at Marketo Summit. So I don't know if that mm-hmm. would be the story you want to share. Or if you have any other hot, spicy examples of just like the funniest or craziest conference or work trip story. Conference most people that come on the show talk about the Marketo Summit that happened before you started going to Marketo Summit mm. um, and they got like f- less thrilling after that but 
there's yeah. usually still a good nugget in there. Did you get to go on the helicopter ride? Mm-mm. Did I you, go, did I you watch Florida? I did. And I watched then CEO Train. Oh wait. Of Marketo on stage with Florida. Steve Lucas? <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Steve Lucas party in Dallas, Florida. Good times. Really funny. <laughs> um hmm. I don't know. Like that whole Marketo summit was insane because again, jet lag. And I was like not yeah. prepared to physically be hauling things across San Francisco. <laughs> Yeah. And like, when you look at a map of San Francisco, like down, you're like, oh, cool. Everything's real close. When you get there, the 3D version yeah. of San Francisco. Yeah. Oh, you my need gosh. the topographic San Francisco map to really understand. <laughs> yes. No, truly. I, and I, I was like, oh, the hotel's right here and the conference center's right here. It's like an eight minute walk. No. I had like giant, like those pop out banners. And I was like, oh, I could do oh, this in geez. one trip for sure. So I was like trying to like, hey, kick a box taken down a the road. No, I learned <laughs> that on day two. No, but I would just like, people would just start helping me because they were like, you poor thing. Where are you going? You did and not so, think this through. Not at all. People, I was like, somebody came to grab a box for me because I had a box with a giant poster on the front of it. And I was like wobbling down the street. This man came and he's like, do you need help? Where are you going? And I told him and he's like, okay, here, give me the box. He's like, this is 40 pounds. Like, why are you carrying it? I was like, I don't know. Do you have a ro- Do you have a skateboard I can put it on? I don't know what I'm supposed to do. But I learned to do um, the Uber for the next couple days. Uber. I'm trying to think. It's, it's, a, it's like a skateboard, but it's a little bigger, and it has a, <laughs> yeah. and a motor. <laughs> and so a helpful, that motor. And then they pick was, you up where you are and with your stuff. It's indoors. It it's indoors. Game changer. And then they drive it right <laughs> to the door. No, but I felt silly. I think I did look at Uber and I was like, this is a two-minute Uber ride. I'm like, I'm not doing that. It's an eight-minute walk. I can do it. And when I got outside, I was like, never mind. This is horrible. Um, yeah. Oh, this isn't that funny. Well, it is funny. Last year, my co-founder and I did um, – HR Tech, which is also in Las Vegas. It's huge. And we were in like the startup booth section. And on our like little, we had our display was like this big. It was the size of like a shoebox. <laughs> and on our display, we were like, how do we use this real estate effectively? We have to show gifts. So we had a Shopify gift on there. And all week, people would come up to us and be like, oh, Shopify has a gifting company? And we're like, no. We had to just explain that over and over and over again. I was like, our, our name is everywhere else. But they were just seeing the Shopify logo, which Shopify. was great for traffic. Uh, but then they were like, oh, <laughs> yeah, you're not a oh, gifting company by Shopify? Shopify. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And we're like, see ya. You're but, like, we could be. Do you know someone literally. who wants to buy You know, next yes. time you should probably just offer them a permanent tattoo and then <laughs> we'll... Honestly? We don't know. Yeah. We don't know what they will do. We'll find I out. I have a tattoo on my arm. Actually, this happened at the booth too. I have a tattoo on my arm that says, say thank you. And somebody came up to me and he's like, silly girl. And I was like, what? He's like, silly girl. And I was like, what are you talking about? And then he points at my arm and I was like, it says say thank you. He's like, oh, okay, that makes a lot more sense. I was wondering why you would get a tattoo saying silly girl. And, I was like, and you decided to confront me with it? Like, what are you yes. doing? I was like, even if you did, why was that exactly. the move? Like, it's on my arm now, freak. I don't understand people. Just yeah, like, don't it was really stop, funny. Stop. 
strangers, just stop talking. Just stop talking. Please. Don't. Just <laughs> Please. Okay. Leave us alone. <laughs> um, all right. We, we must move on to our next segment, which is the top two to three people you would love to work with again. again. I, I would also... I would also like to preface this with, actually, it's a quick question that one of our coworkers had that's currently in the building um, that you have worked with before, Vanessa is Mary Sakura. She wants yeah, to know yes. specifically, Mary wants to know who your favorite person was that you worked with at NAC. Oh, Mary, come on. Mary, right, right, right. right. I just wanted to confirm. Oh, please tell Mary I said hi. I loved working with Mary. She was, oh, I could just give her anything and she'd just come back with an article somehow. It was incredible. Like, I gave you basically nothing. Thank you so much. (laughs) This was the idea that I was going for. Mary, she knows I'm talking about her now, but Mary (laughs) stopped me the other day. Like, we had, like, this, like, overnighter team thing a couple of months ago. And I can't remember what she said, but she was something like, hey, we, you guys kept saying ICP and TAM. And I think I want to work that into an article somehow. So let, can you tell me like a couple more like sentences of how you would use that? <laughs> and I was like, is this how writers work? They like listen and pay attention to what's going on. Yeah. Wow. And what they, a concept. Wow. The Honestly. three neurodivergent queens you see really today, yeah. following a thought all the way to its end, storing it in your brain to process to it, use for and later. then later retrieve it. And Could never be me. Could I was never like, be wow. Me. That, is, that is what you should be doing. No, it's... Honestly, incredible. Sometimes I watch, like, we do um, monthly sales review calls with our account executives, and we'll just watch a call and give feedback on it. And sometimes I'm just so floored at the way that they actively listen and, like, like circle back to information that they mentioned at, like, minute two in the call at minute 28. I'm like, whoa, and the way that you did it, I, like, and my, my um, account executive was like, I just wrote down the word when she was talking and I had it on the paper so I could say it later I'm like honestly that's incredible good for you man like I knew I hired you for a reason you're great it does not take much maybe that's what you get when you hire a real salesperson yeah (laughs) not me sorry everyone to all the deals I've lost before (laughs) to all the deals I've lost before I did my best listening I promise we would have done great work for you mostly someone else would have done it anyway oh my oh man all right sorry for that little sidebar that's okay Mary is up there okay so number one you would work with Mary and Mary who else uh okay if i say lauren it's not because i'm being cheesy okay i'm not like lying i really love working with lauren as she mentioned i was a bit of a baby when i started and she made it very like chill like i don't think you knew that i didn't know anything obviously it seems like i tricked you like i said but you made it very like less scary which i appreciated a lot I'm sorry and, if I yelled at you in those moments because I find myself doing that to Sydney sometimes. Like, no. why are you worried? Stop it. <laughs> no, no. I don't even think – because I, I wasn't even, like um, – I was even, like, too scared and insecure to, like, say that I was scared or didn't know anything at the time. But, like, just working with you, I was like, okay, this is, like, way less um, 
important. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> no, you it's just said a good example of like being a normal and approachable and accessible person while also achieving things. And I was like, I just need to be like her. That's great. Perfect. Oh, um, nice. I would also just like to say and... that um, admitting that you're scared is a brave thing to do. So if you're actually scared, you never say that you're scared. <laughs> oh, for sure. I could never have done that before. Now I'm like no, no. living in fear and I'm I've fine with that. I've sure been there a million times. Yeah, I it was, was really hard. My first job, they sent me to a bunch of conferences that were like for financial advisors and I had to go sit in the booth and talk to financial advisors all day and it was terrifying. Mm-mm. The night before I did my first on-site client meeting, I made my boyfriend at the time, who is now my husband, drive me to the parking deck where I had to go and show me exactly how to get in and out and oh, park so yeah. I could get there on time because I was so scared. Yes. And I opened no, a I get that. loft credit card and bought a new outfit. <laughs> Come through loft, honestly. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I I relate to that heavily. It was also really hard because it was remote too. So I couldn't like see that people, if people yeah, weren't busy hard. or like had downtime and ask them a question. So like typing a message on Slack seemed like the most disruptive thing I could have done at the time. So asking questions was also hard. But anyways, Lauren made it very easy to, and I knew that I could ask you things and it wasn't a big deal, which was huge. Um, okay. Jason Hamilton. I love him. Is like one of my favorite people on the planet probably Sweetie. he's the best we go for lunch sometimes still he like lives very close to Aww. me um so i love i would work with him again in a heart jason was sydney's marketo mentor oh yeah i wow. never worked with jason but that was one of our lauren and i have a few random threads that connect us even though we never really knew each other but when i when you're like a new marketo champion they give you an old marketo champion to be your mentor i talked to him exactly one time he was very nice. He was like, you're going to be fine. Yeah. That's exactly his approach to everything. He's like, just do this and this and this, and then you're fine. And if you don't he like- He interviewed me, like, yeah. before I went to consultant. He goes, what are, why are you on the, because I was, like, not sure if I wanted to do it. And he's like, why are, why are you, like, hesitating? I don't get it. Yeah. And I was like, well, I don't know. Like, I've got kids and, like, you know, like, what if there's not enough work? He's like, it's never been a problem. Yeah. That's literally yeah. Like, like not a real answer Lauren try again try again (laughs) no he's great I like would love working with Jason again in any capacity um and then when I worked at Dub Dub honestly the whole team most of the team that I worked with when I worked at Dub Dub was uh they are just like lifelong friends so I would work with my little marketing team there because it was so chaotic at that company like we pivoted to blockchain in the last like two months that I worked there because that was just what was happening at the time um so seeing all of that <laughs> was insane but yes I would work with my dub dub marketing team which I literally have cool. no idea what blockchain means oh I, I became the exact same thing it's like you know all this so, time I've still avoided understanding what blockchain is it's been explained so to me many my... times I think it's the same like I can't, it's not entering all the way and then going into the part where I learned do you have a, and keep it. Do you, uh, yeah, I think it's not entering all the way because it's being rejected. Like, it's like, we don't need that. And Miranda's like, you don't need to know that. It's going to be fine. Do you have a girl math way of explaining blockchain, V? I feel like, do uh, you? No. Blockchain specifically, kind of. Mm, no. 
All right, that'll be for the Patreon. We'll let you spend some yeah, time. Yeah, I have to think about it a little bit. But like in terms of me doing too much, so when the company randomly pivoted to blockchain, when it was like clear that it was going like people were everybody was like, This company is going to the toilet very soon. Like, what's going on? Down the plumbing. To the plumbing, exactly. And then they pivoted to blockchain randomly, and I still was like, I'm going to become a certified blockchain expert and just figure this out for everyone. And that's what I did. So girl math way, no, but I could tell you like very in detail what blockchain is. And what have I done with that since? Nothing. It was, it's crazy. No idea. Here's the thing. I am, I know that I am smart. There are complicated things that I do understand, but some of the stuff I'm just like, Maybe it's just that I don't actually care. Oh, yeah. Like to be a person that knows what blockchain is, I just can't make myself give a shit enough to really retain the knowledge. Yeah. I I learned what NFTs were when I made my own comparison that was like, it's like when you buy limited edition Taylor Swift merchandise, (laughs) domains, and, you know, (laughs) assume that they're going to go up in value because she only dropped the. folklore yeah. stolen lullabies edition one time and it sold out immediately and i got it and now i could resell it for a thousand dollars if i wanted to that's really justifying buying out the renaissance store at the beyonce concert that's me with beyonce, <laughs> yeah 100 exactly. percent. um exactly. but yeah i blockchain yeah i don't really like think about it at all except one time I know, Lauren, you and your domains, me and my, like, random business ideas that I literally had to create a separate Google Drive for that's, like, revisit later. Like, cannot think about this ever again. I'll, like, go a little manic and, like, write a little manifesto about what this company could be and then dump it away so that I don't think about it again or else I'll just, oh like... God. You know what? I wonder if you know who I you are. This would be a good idea for me. This is a good idea for you. What is your idea? Have oh, you that is a good idea. Have you watched Parks and Recreation? Yes. Have you watched Parks and Recreation? You're Tom Haverford. Yeah. You're Aziz Pretty much. I just like spits out random <clears throat> business ideas. And you know what? I feel like a gifting company is definitely something that Tom would have made. For sure. For sure. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I just like put them away. And every once in a while, I'll like drag somebody else into it. And I have like three friends that I'll like be like, can I just run this idea by you? And then one of my friends, Zamir, is like, I think that already exists, or this is going to take a lot of time, or this is a weekend build, but do you actually want to own this once it launches? I'm like, no, never mind. I have a friend like this, because all of my friends say, Lauren, shut up, sit down, and bill some hours. Oh, wow. that I, That's like my business partner, who is also like one of my closest friends, does that to me in like without saying it, but she's just like... How much time do you think that'll take? I'm like, fine. <laughs> Never mind. Fine. And then I just sit in shame for a while. You made me think, like, putting this stuff, like, in a drive or writing it down somewhere made me think of how I, like, when I'm shopping, if I'm unsure if I want something, like, let's say it's a purse, I'll just, like, carry the purse around, like, <gasps> while I'm shopping. Yeah. And then if at the end of the trip I felt like I owned it, like, that was all the joy I was going to get out of it anyway, then I can put it back. So I'm, like, not committing to it. I'm just, like, kind of feeling it out. So I feel like if I'm, like, oh, like, I really want to – so, like, this is not fake news. I kind of want to buy but have no support for buying a dry cleaning business down the street. 
maybe if I just like think about it for two hours and like pretend I did, Ooh, <laughs> like, I could get over it. No, yeah, the dopamine rush like get over it. then, and then you're like, okay, I know I could do it if I wanted to, and then you just put it away. This is perfect. Yeah, thank you. Bea. Honestly, I think you just like set me on a path of financial freedom with that purse trick because. <laughs> Whoa, I'm like mind blown. Wait a second. I'm like, wait, that is literally half the battle. It's just right because I just you get touch it home it. and you wear it once, <laughs> and then you're like, it, it, it's done. Like I remember telling my husband something. Oh my god, ten years ago, where he was like, "You look great," and I was like, "I only ever feel good about myself if I'm wearing brand new clothes for the first time." And he's like, "Whoa, that is like a high bar." <laughs> That's so funny. I am thinking talk about in therapy. Oh my god, it's an ADHD thing. I think it's like a dopamine. Like this For is sure. fun. This is new, and then meh. That's, that's boring. So funny. There was a customer when I worked um, while I was in university. I worked at Foot Locker, and there was a customer who would come in and try on shoes and like try them on, like doing like. <laughs> Little, like, mini, like shuffling around the store like he was we were always scared that he was just gonna take off in the shoes but now that i think about it maybe he was just doing your purse trick with shoes and then be like thank you and leaving it was what are, this so, is so serious funny. he was doing like high jumps and jumping squats in these shoes in the store and we we're like i guess he's like not harming anybody but i was very scared that he was gonna sprint away did he ever buy any of them Ever like these no. are the ones. No, no. no. <laughs> Just like every Saturday morning. Oh, here he comes to jump around. And different shoes. That's extremely neurotypical behavior. Yep, for sure. <laughs> but maybe that's what he was doing. Lauren's trick. He's just like, that's enough. That's I'll go back to my crocs now. Fun. Thank you. Oh my or whatever. <laughs> wow. Oh, man. It's like, I can't own the shoes, but I just want to pretend to be the kind of person who does own Jordans yes. for yeah. the 15 minutes of in putting them on. <laughs> exactly. He wants to know what it feels like to, yeah. to wear them for the first 15 minutes. Yeah, but also, like, <laughs> do a biathlon in them. Like, he was going hard. It was. Maybe that was his workout. Honestly, probably. He's like, I'm not He's getting like, I don't have shoes. shoes for this. this is the hack. <laughs> Just go and do CrossFit Info Locker. I don't. He doesn't need a gym membership. No. <laughs> they have obstacles. It's fun. This is a free activity. The staff will cheer you on. Dopamine. The staff will cheer you on. There's rats everywhere. His Coaching. Life. Coaching. Yes. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Puppy doubling. Mm-hmm. Community. There's a lot. <laughs> Honestly. He might have been onto something. It's a hot tip. It's a great trick. It's a great trick. I don't even know how we got to this place, but we Sorry. must move on now. Yep. Um, our next segment is called Something You Want, Something You Need, oh my gosh. Something to Wear, and Something to Read. In this segment, we will get to know you with a um, device that we ripped off of Parenting Pinterest where hmm. you will tell us something you want. has something. to be a want, not a need. Something you need, something to wear, something you want to wear, something you like to wear, something you wish you were wearing, and something to read, something you have read and recommend, or something you would like to read. Okay. Um, something I want. Um, I want 
I'm crazy. The thing that I was about to say was so unhinged. No. I want... Do it. No. I'm unhinged. I was literally... No. I was about to say, I just want my sister's wedding planning to be done. (laughs) But, like, not from, like, a... You might need that. Not, like, from a selfish, like, I just, like... No. It's, like, my stress of her not having her wedding planned is freaking me out because it's in january and i want to not think about that anymore but it's like i will just do it mm-hmm. the way that i will do it so i want that to be done i don't need it to be done i want it to are be done are you planning her wedding like she apparently not thinks if... her sister is behind and she's stressed out for her my sister is like not planning it enough for me <laughs> oh, yeah i see does your like, sister have a wedding planner or is she doing it herself no, my sister got engaged in like 2018 and was supposed to have her wedding in 2020. And since then yeah. has had like three kids. She's like, I don't care about this anymore. We're going. It's like you a know, destination COVID wedding. Happened. Yeah. She's like, yeah. this is a party at this point. I don't care. And I'm like, okay, but you need to care a little bit. So in the absence of her caring or planning it, I'm just planning it, which I just would like to get done so that I don't have to think about it anymore because like. I don't really care about weddings like that, but I'm like, something has to happen. Someone's got to do this. So you know, like, please. Uh, is this your older sister or your younger sister? Younger. Mm, yeah. yeah. I was going to say, this is strong older sister energy to be like, fine, I'll just do it for you. Yeah, like, fine. Here's a Trello board of everything you need. <laughs> I literally, she hates me for that. But that's fine. Um, I need, right now, I need physiotherapy on my knee mm-hmm. and hip. I need to figure that out. I started doing Olympic weightlifting mm-hmm, recently, mm-hmm. which is great. Love it. Love but Wait, uh, hold on. I have several more questions. First, I have questions about Canada's healthcare. Is it hard for you to get into PT? No. Uh, also, is it free? No. Well, it's covered by like our company benefits, but it's not covered under like Canada's healthcare plan. Canada. Um, unless I were to go to the doctor, get a referral, which then it would take a long time. Um, but because it's covered by my benefits, I'll just do it that way. Um, yeah, but I need physiotherapy yesterday. What's the next one? Do that. It's important. Are you not doing it because you don't have time or because no, I've just like realized because you have to make a phone call. No, I just started. (laughs) Yeah, mostly that I just started, um, doing an activity and I started doing more of it recently. And like now it's more irritated than it was before. So I'm like, Oh, I actually have to get this looked at. So I'll just do it. What is Olympic weightlifting? Um, it's like, uh, very heavy. It's heavy, but it's like, um, have you ever seen people like, so like there's like squats and deadlifts, right? That's just like c- traditional, like yeah, yeah, going yeah. to the gym. And then Olympic weightlifting is when they're like throwing it above their head and catching it like up here or like catching it here and then jerking it above their head. I randomly started doing that a couple, like a month and a half ago. And I really like it, but it's like, making me notice a lot of things yes, in my body it's quite hard on your knees yeah um yeah why? make sure you don't have and a connection to how much weight why am i doing it yeah, um and also how much weight can you lift uh i don't know like what my maxes are for those things because i only started like a month ago so my trainers aren't really like trying to max okay, out we're just yeah. working on technique a lot it's like super technical i used to be a gymnast so i and then I did cheerleading, and then I was just, like, into sports my whole life, basically. Um, cool. And then I – so I've always been, like, strong. And then after, like, 
college, university, I didn't really do much except for workout. And then working out, I do all the time and yoga, whatever. And then recently, I just saw a girl doing that in the gym. And I was like, I could never just do that by myself. Like, I would need to learn it. So I asked her where she learned it. And then she taught me it because she's a trainer. And then now I've just been doing that because I like the fact that Wait, it's like technical and strength. At the gym? Loki, but she's like worked for the gym. Yes, but she started training me at another gym. She would get it. But she started training you at Foot Locker. (laughs) Yes, exactly. (laughs) It's actually it's an important part of the experience. Yeah, go in there and change your shoes. We just go to a fitness store to do the training, so I can really feel what it feels like, and then we leave. (laughs) You're you're at Chicks and Dicks Sporting Goods, just like where's your free weight section? Oh my god, (laughs) that is the episode that I watched. One of them. With Mike Rizzo. Yeah, yes. That's a good one. Um, yeah, but I yeah, started doing that, and I don't know how much weight. Like, yesterday, for example, I was doing, like, snatches with maybe, like, 120 pounds. Maybe. Oh, wow. Wow. Or no, yeah, I that. Wow. But it's, like, I like that it's, like, more technical than anything. It's very – I like individual cool. sports. <laughs> Where I can just be hard on myself. Yeah. So fun. <laughs> no one to blame but me. I was talking to um, someone yesterday who was thinking about, he like has a lot of consulting work right now. He's thinking about bringing in some subcontractors. And he was like, yeah, my concern is that then I would have to be as hard on everyone else as I am on myself. And I don't even really like how hard I am on myself. <laughs> That's fair. It's a good reason to not work with family. Points for self-awareness. Um, <laughs> yeah, totally agree. Totally agree. Uh, okay, something to wear. Um, something to wear. Uh, well, right now, because my sister's wedding is taking place on a resort, I am shopping for vacation clothes. Oh, love it. Yeah. What are you hunting for? Where is her wedding? Um, her wedding is going to be in Cuba. Oh, it's gonna be very fun um what am i shopping for i don't know i it's like kind of difficult to imagine like wanting to look good but also being so sweaty so i'm trying to look for like light things but i hate summer clothes they're like my least favorite season to dress for it's my least favorite season to dress for so it's tricky right now i don't know but yeah I think this is a good business idea. Mm-hmm. Formal wear, spot booking formal wear. Mm-hmm. Put it in the folder. Let's put it on the pages. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I feel like there are a few brands that are like almost there. You know, Close. I feel like on the verge. Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah. I, you know, I, I was actually going to say like, hey, like we just opened a bunch of. I I know Cleveland's like a smaller city. We just opened a bunch of Sierras, like TJ Maxx's, like outdoor brand, mm. and there's a ton of like dresses that are like sweat wicking like this but i wouldn't necessarily call them like formal but you could probably right. dress them up with some my sister doesn't hair. care about yeah. formal anyway i have yeah. a dress from so Viore, if you go to like kind of like, like a below the knee like tight dress but it's also like sweat wicking and it has like adjustable yeah straps. and they have like the little shorts I feel like and like a sports bra yeah yeah we don't have tj maxx in canada you don't rough. even have TK Maxx. At least in the UK, they have TK Maxx. Uh, we okay. have Marshalls, which... Do you have Marshalls, yeah. too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. 
Oh, okay. I think they're owned by the company that owns. They, uh, yeah, they are. They are but they like are. Sierra is like outdoorsy specific. I don't know so what this is. I love that. Oh, it's my favorite. It's my favorite oh, heard of new TJ Maxx. Hmm. Wow. Yes, yeah, so it's like okay. it's like an REI version. It's like a oh, TJ Maxx for REI. That's a good idea. Yeah. Um, well, okay. Something to and like read. they have a. This is a hot tip for any of the listeners for people who have kids. If you want to do some um, nice toy shopping for Christmas, mm-hmm. TJ Maxx. Go to Sierra because they go to Sierra because nobody's shopping there for toys. But they have mm-hmm. a really nice like STEM section and art. Like it's not just junky toys. It's like nice stuff, Cute. and no one is there. No one's there. Hmm. It's not like TJ Maxx where they're like, here's all the junk. Here are all the headphones you could possibly buy. Just like a nice little curated section. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. It's okay. Okay. Something to Um, read. Something to read. Okay. I'm looking at my. You have a Goodreads? Yeah. My Goodreads. Nice. I need to read. PV. Yeah. I need to read 14 books before the end of the year to hit my goal. What was a 40. Goal? This is what I say when she does too much. Yeah. Yeah. 40. You, you can't read 40 books. You got to do the Olympic weightlifting. No, no, no. I'm going to do it. I'm, I'm like listening to one. I have. <laughs> um, oh, okay. So something to read. The A book that I'm reading right now is called All About Love by Bell Hooks. Has anybody read it? Ooh, no. Um, mm-hmm. It's. It's, uh, Bell Hooks obviously is like pretty philosophical. Obviously. Obviously. But she, uh, explores the concept of love and like what it is because, um, the kind of thesis of the book is like everybody is kind of scared to say that they love somebody because there's, while everybody, like media and whatever is always talking about love as a concept, nobody actually defines what it is. And then she goes on to explain that it's more of an action than it is like a state of being so like being in love with somebody versus the act of loving somebody and it's so just nice i just it's really good that's nice that's a good book yeah it is a good book okay final segment then we gotta land this plane pfb on the streets we will give you a few prompts and you just give us your reaction for the first oh, one. Goodness. I have two. Uh, and they're mostly, they're not that scary. They're mostly just things that we didn't get to talk about. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> but I want to make sure we sneak in. So I'll do a nine business, the non-business first. Um, Miles. Love. Menace. But I love so him. So Miles is, Miles is her son. My three-year-old. <laughs> Yeah. So I just wanted to add that, like, on top of all of this, she has an itty bitty funeral. I parent. Yeah. I parent. He is the freaking cutest thing of he all time. Like, hilarious. I just, wow. I just can't. What is he doing that's funny these days? Three um, yikes. Yeah. He, <laughs> this is like my fault and also his dad's fault, but mostly my fault, probably. I, like, we all, we have a very musical household, and, like, for a long time, we were fine without, like, the censored versions of things and whatever, but now he, like, goes onto his iPad and will, like, just search for, like, find music by clicking pictures, and, like, he just knows where to go to find whatever, but he started, like, he's, like, I'm Travis Scott, 
I'm like, okay, <laughs> sure, you're Travis Scott, <laughs> which is like funny and fine. But now it it just like keeps escalating, and every day or every week he's a new person, oh and God. I am an also a person. He's like, Mama, you're gonna be Drake. I'm like, okay, I'm Drake. He's like, okay, and I'm ASAP Rocky. I'm like, okay. And then I'm like, okay, good night. And then he's like, no, say good night, ASAP Rocky. I'm like, good night, ASAP Rocky. Like, he's very in it. And he's like, all the kids in our neighborhood are confused because every time he goes outside, he's like, I'm Travis. I'm whoever. And that's like his thing right now. Oh my god. I love this because, you know, Sydney's kid's like, I'm Chase from Paw Patrol. And he's like, that's cool. Call me ASAP Rocky. I'm a sea turtle. I'm Drake. <laughs> no, it's very um, yeah. Like the playroom what at the gym. Endearing? The playroom at the gym that I go to. Um, it's all like probably twenty-two-year-old girls who work there, and you can just drop them off for like two hours while you work out. Um, and I came back. And they were like, we asked Miles if he wanted to put, or Miles was asking us to put music on the TV, and so we asked him what so- like what he wanted to listen to, and he said Travis Scott. And they were like, I thought he was joking or like that he was just saying something that he maybe heard you say, but then he asked for a song. I was like, he wants a song. Yeah, he's very specific. But yeah, that's his thing right now. That's very I love that. I love when yeah. kids are like this. My um my friend had her three year old in our office the other day and they go, Hi buddy, what kind of music can I put on for you? And he goes, Morgan Wallen and was- <laughs> yeah. I was like, you know, <laughs> Okay. I thought you might say like Coco Melon. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. It's wild. It's so funny. So funny. Yeah. All right, last one. Um, so next gen marketers, I know that you are also doing too much involved in teaching a bit. Are you still doing that? What's your status? I feel like I saw something recently. Yeah, I am still doing that. I do uh, the modern Is marketing it like a certificate. certificate problem. Yeah, it's a certificate. License. <laughs> yeah, it's certificate. a certificate program, um, and that happens. It's been happening once a year. I think it's about to start happening twice a year. So I'm only teaching for like a week at a time, and I'm covering email marketing for next gen marketers. And is this through the university? Um, no, it used to be. Uh, essentially, the University of Ottawa used to have a course called the Digital Marketing Certificate. And for some reason, they shut it down during the pandemic. And so two very smart students of that course were like, can we make our own version of it? And they hired most of the teachers that were teaching the course. And now it's just a non-accredited program. Oh, I love that. That's cool. Yeah. Awesome. It is. Well, Vanessa, I think that we could probably just have two more hours because... (laughs) I have not spoken to you in a long time. You and Sydney are getting along very well. So we'll just have to like do this again sometime. But thank you so much for joining us today. Um, You are an amazing person. Everyone check out Gift Butter Co. um, for all of your gifting needs. That was very fun. All right. Bye, Travis Scott. Good luck out there, little podcast. Good luck out there, little podcast. See you later. (laughs) See you later, (laughs) Ace. All right, I press. Like and subscribe, share, tell everyone.